Hello again, and welcome back to the Fear and Beer podcast, where we talk all things horror, horror nights, and just a dash of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Smell that? Smells like I didn't fart, so it's not that. No, not quite that. I, it smells like news. Do you smell news? Like I, I smell some news. I smell some. I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this has smelled some news too. Halloween horror nights news. We finally, finally got a little something, and it came out of the blue, which is great. I know they dropped a like all blacked out image on Instagram. And didn't really say anything other than that. And then it feels like a few days later, they just drop the news. They give us the dates. They give us the tagline. They give us the logo. And they give us, I want to say, our first official house. But I feel like we already got our first one when they accidentally leaked that puppet theater video back in October. But regardless, it seems like it is officially Halloween Horror Night season. We are starting to ramp up. We are about 100 and some odd days out, a couple months away, things are looking up. I actually had to light the candle today. I had to light the pumpkin spice candle in the room to set the mood a little bit more. But we will dive all into that in just a moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm yeah. finally get to talk it's about got the blood <laughs> like, how, how many episodes? Like 20 episodes now. We actually get to talk Us, about something Halloween I mean, Horror Nights yeah, related. This is episode 38. We're creeping up on yeah, a year. This is crazy. We're already almost. We're out creeping year. up on a year. We missed like maybe f- if we go back maybe four or five weeks due to like like holidays and family and stuff like that. But we're creeping up on on just about a year. So that's pretty cool. We've been we've been scratching, <laughs> scratching and clawing our way through the off season. But well, it's, I, mean, I mean, it really hasn't been that that strenuous. I mean, I don't want to turn this into a like a completely off track, but like we have to really kind of thank everyone that's been listening to us I and mean, you guys are the ones to keep us going like i mean if if i didn't have a bunch of people listening to my voice all over the place i don't know if i'd be as interested in doing it all the time so it's nice to like know that we have an audience um and there's people out there that want to listen to our dumb opinions about cool horror halloween about, shit so about anything we decide to talk about but i have to admit i think we got a drop sooner than i expected I didn't expect yeah. to get a drop this early in March. No, I wasn't. I, I, I was like hoping, like fingers crossed when everything happened back then. I was saying constantly, I think we're going to get it earlier just because, it, you know, you missed the whole season. They want to get everybody ready. But I wasn't. I was hoping April-ish that we'd get something. Yeah, and I don't think it was a very – this wasn't a This wasn't a surprising drop. I, well, it, it wasn't like anything shocking. Like I think we kind of knew – that when they drop something, this was kind of be going to be their first drop. Was going to be this dates type of and, message of yep, dates. Logo. Obviously, Beetlejuice is coming back. I mean, he's in the he's in the ad. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. reason for them not to bring his house back at this point. Yeah. Um. So it's not like anything we didn't expect, but I think just being so early is what surprised yep. me more than anything else. And before we get into the beer, I do want to just kind of address. We've been getting a couple more followers in here and there. We've been adding some more people, trying to get some more followers and audience and try and build up towards the season. So if you have followed us and this is your first episode listening, thank you very much for checking us out. If you go through our back catalog, there is a bunch of random episodes that we kind of go through just all kinds of random stuff. But I just want to point out a couple that I'm a fan of 
that I had a super fun time doing. So I hope you check those ones out. But if you go back all the way into last July, we did a 90s Halloween Horror Nights episode where we kind of picked all things 90s for it. Uh, back in August, we did a fantasy horror draft, which is like a fantasy football style where we broke up. We had, I think, six guests on and we split teams up and we drafted positions based off of if somebody was like a slasher or if somebody was a hero from a story. Check that episode out. That one was a really fun one to do. If you check out over in November, we teamed up with the guys at HHN365 and we created our own icons, our own event icons, and we actually have images of them. So check that episode out. And then one of my recent favorite ones, if you go back and check out our um, HHN Icons the Movies episode, we casted known actors and actresses to play the icons that we know and love from Halloween Horror Nights. So if you're new to our program, if you're new to Fear and Beer, go back, check out a couple of those older episodes, and let us know what you think because those were some really fun things that we had and some of those ideas we might be going through again, you know, maybe next year, maybe, you know, whenever we kind of come across yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm hoping that we've already done one collaboration with HHN 365. Those guys are really cool. It's awesome to do something with them. Hope we can do something else with, with you guys if you're listening. Um, but definitely planning at least – you know come september hoping to do some meetups and stuff yeah, too definitely. so if you're a big fan you're in the florida area having to be coming down this year to do the event and you want to meet up with us just you know let us know what when you're going to be there we're going to be there pretty much every weekend <laughs> yeah yeah as much as we so, can we'll be I mean, there so yeah no definitely i mean we've been getting a lot of interactions on instagram and, and twitter and stuff like that so i just wanted to kind of address that because it seems like we've been getting now that the hhn news is going to be you know hopefully continuously pumping out from universal it seems like where where our tension is going to kind of go up and maybe we'll gain, gain some more traction and we yeah. can, you know, just keep uh, interacting. We love it. So check out some of the older episodes if you already haven't. We're but, still going to yeah. do our our killer reviews and we're yep. still going to do other things like we've been doing. But now that we're actually getting some news, it's nice to finally have something like real to talk yeah, about. Something actual, like we got something in our hands here. But yeah, so that was my little like check us out fluff piece i guess that's fine we need filler man <laughs> hey, we, we gotta get 50 minutes we do we gotta hit that 50 minute mark all right well if it is your first episode we do go through a different beer or, or a, we try to get different beers every time that are somewhat we, in that horror sense i, I will, think we have a i repeat. will admit we're th- we just said it we're 38 episodes in when we first started this thing i or we even before we started doing our even before we recorded the first episode i said to myself anyways i was like <laughs> i don't know how we're gonna find a different beer that's somewhat related to what we're talking about or yep. related to ha- Halloween or horror in any way. I'll admit we've had almost 38 different beers. Oh, well, we, well we've had more too because, I mean, some episodes we do that's true. two. We've had more than one, yeah. What I, what I am going to try and do at some point, I want to go back to each episode or our Instagram and I want to start like a spreadsheet of every Probably beer that we've sh- had. Yeah, we should have been doing that before. We can measure the ounces that we've drunk on the, oh the podcast. I don't want to know that information, <laughs> but it would be kind of cool to track, like, you know, the different ones what we've breweries, had for sure. Yeah. What you know, what styles. I'm going to probably... Oh, oh, that's it. I know what my project is for the week. I'm going to try and track down all the all the copious amounts of beer that we've been drinking on this podcast. Sleep be damned. Yeah, no. No sleep for the week. All right, well, let's get into the beer that we brought um, tonight. We're going back to another well. Uh, we go back to a lot of the same wells, but we do get different beers from our favorite breweries. So this is when we picked up actually in person from the brewery. Nick, myself, uh, a couple friends drove down to Tampa Bay, did some uh, beer hunting down in Tampa. And this is what, like a month ago at this point? Yeah, about that. It was, that. Well, like, it was before, before the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So yeah, it's almost two months ago. Wow. Um, well, not, maybe not two um, months, but like a month and a half. Yeah. I don't know. 
whatever. The I'm point changed. is, is we went to one of my favorite places, especially locally, Angry Chair Brewing in Tampa. They do awesome stouts. They do awesome um, sours. They do awesome all kinds of beers, to be honest with you. But this one, it was a bottle they were selling. It's called the Imperial German Chocolate Cupcake Stout. It just sounds amazing. Um, obviously, the artwork is on point like it usually is. It's some sort of like knight with horns and an axe on a horse. Really dark looking. Not specifically Halloween-ish, but, I mean, let's be honest. Anything that, you know, we have this big buff Jabba looking knight on a horse. I mean, I'm, I'm totally going to be down for that. But Oh, yeah. I'll read what's on the bottle because it definitely makes it sound even more interesting than just, than just the name. But... It says, Imperial German Chocolate Cupcake Stout is just like the little guy's big brother swooping in to scare away his bullies. It's like the tremendous T-Rex chasing away those little raptor dudes. It's like a double-decker PBJ sandwich. Because why have one when you can have when you can force two into one big sandwich? <laughs> Imperial German Chocolate Cupcake Stout is a 10.5%, so it's definitely bigger, but not necessarily better. We like them both. Just like we told you with Cupcake, you don't want this Imperial Cupcake going stale either. So, yeah, it's 10.5%. It's a big... It, it's a beefy. bomber. It was, it was brewed this year, so this is something they're going to brew probably throughout the year because it says 2021 batch one so i'm sure they're planning on maybe more than one batch but mm-hmm. either way um shout out to you guys at angry chair if you listen and we love your stuff um so let's crack this bad boy open and give it a shot i'm excited for that one i was i was expecting that bottle to be pretty much gone already at this point so i'm glad we held no, on to that thing no i see this is my thing is i don't i when i buy these big bombers i usually buy them for either this or for get togethers and yep. obviously right now there's not a whole lot of get togethers yeah, happening right. so nope Ooh, I like the sound of that. I think that thing sounds thick. Oh shit, shit, shit. <laughs> Ooh, just made it. Just made the pour. Yeah, this thing is It looks beefy. It is it's looking dark. Even the head looks very dark. It has that robust hazelnut look. Yeah, these things will this thing will have to settle for a little bit. But it's cool. It's floating. It's floating down and settling, almost like a Guinness. Yeah, it's definitely got that stout consistency, yep. that Guinness consistency. And much like our episode last week, which we had Guinnesses, yep. um, this is obviously a thicker, heavier stout. It's dark. The head's really dark, cocoa almost look like colored. Um, it almost looks like you're drinking like a milkshake. Mm. It smells like a milkshake. Oh, I'm excited. Um, so please grab yeah, your glass and smell out. it, anyways. <laughs> we'll give you the rest of this once it settles down a little bit oh wow this thing is it smells phenomenal ooh, lots right? of chocolate right there it's crazy too you move it around a little bit and it does not move at all that head is that, that head is there to stay it's gonna take a minute for this to settle so why don't we just dive right dive into in. it yeah, we'll, is, we'll, we'll split the rest of this up once the head kind of uh, just that scent down. too i can't even get over that thing is, it's just it's like chocolate mousse almost yeah i mean it's it's obviously it's very one-dimensional and i don't say that i don't say that to be like in a negative sense in a negative yeah. set yeah it's not it's not one dimensional negative sense what i mean is like it's very much it's going for one thing it's going for that rich chocolate um cocoa base uh obviously it's going to be very malty because i mean there's a stout and i can't imagine there won't be a lot of malt it can't be a little bit of malt in it so i'm definitely down to try it give this thing a whirl so cheers cheers Woo. wow it's very smooth for me it's really subtle on the cocoa smoky at the end yeah it's, it's definitely a lot of smoke to it it's it's thick and i don't know if it's because i've had it aged a little bit longer but i mean 
it's only aged a couple months, so it's not like it's been sitting in my basement for three years. But it's 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 I'm getting a lot more chocolate on the front, a little bit on the back. But I'm not gonna lie to you, and this is just my own my own personal taste. It's not that like I don't think this is a bad beer. I think this is a great beer. But you definitely have to be somebody that wants a thicker imperial stout. You just, I mean, when we talk about imperial, we've said it before. We've had imperials of different styles on this on this podcast and outside of the podcast. And like I say all the time, imperials, you're going to get a very boozy part to it. So this is definitely, it's got that booziness to it. It doesn't burn quite as much as I figured it would. I mean, a lot of times imperial stouts, for me anyways, they burn. There's a little bit on the very, very end as it kind of like... <laughs> hits the stomach but mm-hmm. like yep. there is it's not like drinking a heavier bourbon or something like that where you get that burn all the way down so some of the boozier stouts you tend to get a, a little bit more of a burn so this one's not as bad i just think for me it's almost there's too this it's too sweet um, and that's just for my own palate I, I think a lot of people will like this and say they'll have this and say this is amazing and it is i mean it, don't get me wrong it's good but i think for me it's probably just a little too sweet I mean, don't get me wrong. I like sweet stouts, milk stouts. I've said it before, but I think there's a balance that's hard to nail with a, with a, with a sweeter stout, with a milk-based stout or a sugar-based stout. So I think, although this is great and awesome, and probably gonna get a high score from me from Untapped regardless, it's just for me, it's hard to get past how sweet it is. Yeah, this. I mean, this is definitely up my alley. Definitely a little bit more on the boozy side, but the taste that that taste in the beginning is just so good. I'm just as he's as Seamus is topping me off, it's like syrup coming out. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones where like I've used this description before. It's it's one of those motor oil type. Yeah, no, stouts. very much so. It's very much when you pour out, you're like I'm drinking a, a a quart of motor oil. All right, is that enough booze talk? We ready to ready to dive into some Halloween horror nights? Yeah, I mean, like I said before, if you guys are local to the Florida area, or if you're coming in for a visit, definitely if you're a beer person. Make a trip to Tampa. I've said it before. We got a lot Hidden of good Springs, breweries. Angry Chair, Cigar City. Just three of the, just three to mention off the top of my head. There's a ton more. Um, it's definitely a, a mecca of beer places in Central Florida. So check them out. Yeah, let's get into some news though. All right. Yeah. So we got tagline. We got the picture. We got dates. We got a house announcement. Got some big news. I mean, potential icon announcement. I don't know. You or think headliner? Or not? Not really. Maybe so, not icon, but like a your your the What's his name? The the ghost with the most? Yeah, like the host ghost. Like like the host character. And I think you're right. So what I try to do, especially when it comes to news stuff, if you tell me, hey, there's news that dropped or you send me something, what I will what I will try to do is try to stay away from it as much as I can mm-hmm. until we get to the episode. Because I kinda like being surprised by a lot of it and yep. be natural with that surprise on the podcast for you guys because I wanna kinda like I want you to feel it with me. Yeah. And I think it helps that, like, obviously you're kind of the host, so you're going to bring that to me, and yeah, I'm going to sure. be the one to be like, oh, dang, this is awesome. <laughs> so, but I will admit, I when you sent me the the post, I was I was pumped. I wasn't super surprised. I knew that we were going to get something along the lines of what we got. I mean, dates, yep. hey, we're going to be open. Did I think that we would get, like, a full-blown plan to be here September or whatever? Like, yep. we're going to be open like normal. Like, I think... When we get to our bowl predictions, I'm going to kind of go into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely what I expected. 
at the same time, it was a little surprising to get it as soon as we did. So Yeah, definitely. So let's just talk dates first. So the announced dates that we got is the event is going to be starting on September 3rd, which is a Friday, and it's going to run all the way through Halloween, October 31st on a Sunday night. But there are some... No November dates? No, no. So it ends, yeah, no November dates, which it usually will, depending on when Halloween runs. Like if Halloween is on a Friday or a Thursday, they'll run... It'll carry through that weekend. Through that weekend. So I think that's why they stopped there. Now the question is, why don't they start it on that first Thursday, which is the second? And another, not a coincidence, but another question is, the fifth is a Sunday. They don't have that opening weekend Sunday. They have just Friday, Saturday, and that's it. So do we think they're going to add more dates? Do we think more? I mean, they've done that in the past where it's either been busy or, or whatever, and they just they end up adding dates to. I mean, logistically, yes, I think that's probably part of it. I mean, they'll, I mean, I, what I think is that, A, I'm surprised they announced as many dates as they did. I thought it was going to be one of those things where it's like we're going to take it easy. We're going to say what's we're going to plan for these nights, and yep. then, like you said, add additional as we go, as, see how the year goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they were like, boom, we're going to be open first weekend of September. First weekend of September, we're going to be open through Halloween. Get ready, get excited. That's that's kind of the part that surprised me because I yep. didn't expect them to kind of be like that open with it immediately. I don't think they're gonna add more dates. I think they. I think what they state, what they what they set is what they set. Now, I'm not saying that they wouldn't open a couple extra dates, mm-hmm. but it's also not super surprising that they didn't. They're not doing the first Sunday in September. I mean, it is September, mm-hmm. so like, I, mean, I, th- I feel like in the past, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like in the past they've they've kind of like added more weekend nights, more nights later. As the on. closer you get to October or closer yep. you get to Halloween. Yeah, because um, it gets because to be more get in bigger. season, you know, yeah. quote unquote season. I think I think we'll see that Sunday, the fifth, be added on. I think, I mean, if we don't, maybe it's just that they want to do those two quick days, see how everything runs, and then make adjustments for the next week. So that way, say they set it up in, and they try to instill things like virtual lines or reservation systems or something like that. They just want to do two days versus the three, so that way they have a couple extra days to figure yeah, out the bugs and in their the other, system. Because the other question would be to you, back at you, would be, do you think they're going to limit the amount of people in every, every night? Or do you think it's going to be, we're going to let it, many people in as they want to be, but we're going to limit the line, like the weights. I mean, we'll probably get further into like this discussion yeah. as we go along, but I mean, the first question that comes to my mind is, will they limit the amount of people coming on those dates? Mm-hmm. Or for those first couple dates, are they going to say, we're going to do trial runs, so we're going to let the see first like... 100 people in see how it goes yeah and then go from there so i think so i'm just looking at calendar wise i i i could see them adding that sunday because it just seems a little weird that it's not lit up i could see them possibly adding some more tuesdays once we get closer to october you know closer to halloween because they have one tuesday the 26th the week of halloween as far as limiting or reservation system or anything like that. I don't think they're going to do a reservation system. I don't think so either. Because, I mean, they, they don't do it at the parks. Yeah, and now I was just going to say that. I think they've done, Universal specifically has done a really, really good job. I mean, granted, this is with a grain of salt. I know a lot of people have differing opinions on this. But to me, from the times that I've been to Universal, and I'm a, I'm a pass holder, so I go there quite a bit, their abilities to distance people to control crowds and really kind of, I mean, to me, they, they, they've done some of the best work when it comes to handling this pandemic. Um, we obviously can get an argument about like, you know, what should they have done versus what they did do. But to me, 
after being shut down for three months and opening up again late last summer, I really do think that they've done a really, really good job at being able to control the crowds. And to be honest with you, I haven't heard a whole lot of stories come out about a wrath or a rash of COVID cases from coming stemming from this part of the world, at least part of uh, at least at least from their part of the world, anyways. Um, now I don't know that for a fact, and I'm just talking out of my ass. But no, I don't think that there's going to be a ma- a massive need for reservations. Will they do it? Who knows? Do I think they'll do it? Probably not. I think they're just going to open it up, distance the lines like they've been doing with the rides, and you know, and go with it. And if they have to, they'll limit the number of people that can get in at one time. And you know what? If they have to do that, they have to do that. Now, what would worry me a little bit is what they have been doing sometimes at the parks is there are certain days where they're only letting people staying in hotels in. Now, I don't know if that's scaling back and they're they're not doing that as much as they were, but at least there were a few times when we went over the summer or well, even late last year into early this year, there were days where you couldn't even get in if you weren't staying at a hotel. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that that one is totally up in the air. I don't think they're going to do reservations. I'm very curious what they're going to do with ticket sales. Are they going to do frequent fear? Are they going to do frequent fear plus? I think, like you said, I think that that's going to be, I think ticket sales are going to be very normal to what we've had before in the past. I know that we skipped a whole year, but I don't know if that in turn drives up people's need or want to go. I mean, I, I don't, imagine it creating more fans than normal i think it's going to be the same amount of fans maybe us florida residents go more days but i i think the people that would have come to 29 or would have come to that past 30 are going to still come to 30 yeah i don't think the absence of it is going to make fans appear out of nowhere no i don't think i don't don't, think the numbers will change i mean i don't i don't want people to think that there won't be any level, any any some kind of limit in some way. Mm-hmm. I do think that there will be limits at some point. Yeah. I'd have to imagine that after a certain hour, they stop letting people in. Yeah, maybe I at like nine that. thirty, ten o'clock. They stop say admission. No more admission at that hour. Anybody that's already in the park can stay until close. Mm-hmm. But everything that, no one else can come in. I don't know if that will happen. I'm just again talking out from nowhere. I'm just coming up with these ideas on my head, off the top of my head. But I have to imagine from the way the post was worded and the way the announcement was made, I can't imagine that Universal is thinking about any type of concerns at this point. I mean, obviously, they're going to take this serious, but it's going to be like, hey, we plan just like they had last year. I mean, when they opened the parks, they said our plan initially was to open up uh, business as usual. usual. And obviously, they couldn't do it. But this year, they've had a year. They've had a really good, strong few months of opening full capacity, letting people in. I mean, I've been I've been to the park Universal on very busy days. Yeah. So there's no doubt in my mind that, I mean, I'm not sure what the quote unquote percentage of like attendance is. You know, they can tell me it's 15 or 25 percent, but I know that it's complete bullshit. There's yeah. I've been there in in Harry Potter, one of the Harry Potter lands, and it's you know you're shoulder to shoulder, smashed with. Yeah. The place is full of people. And I think just like the rides, you have to you have to be prepared that if you plan on coming down this year for Halloween Horror Nights or if you're in the area and you plan on going this year, I think one thing to probably plan for is longer waits for the houses. I don't think mm-hmm. that you're going to – I mean, you, I don't want to say you won't get nights where we, we'll go with. We'll show up on like a Thursday night and there's yeah. no waits because there's yeah. nobody there. But, it. Um, but, don't, but don't be surprised that on a slightly busier night mm-hmm. – slightly busier night, excuse me – 
that the waits won't be longer than they are normally. I think even they for will. the debtor, the, the like the, the, the smaller, smaller yeah. houses, just because the distancing. They're gonna I think space. They're it gonna out. they're gonna space it out. They're gonna limit how people can get in at one time. It's mm-hmm. not gonna be funneling Conga people line. through what they usually nope. do. Yep. I think they'll let like ten fifteen in. Wait five minutes. Let ten fifteen more yeah. in. Five minutes. I so. would say I'm on the same boat as you. I would expect a longer than normal wait time on most, if not all, houses. And it's not going to be based on the fact that there's more people. It's based on the fact that they're sending people through in staggered exactly. amounts. Right. So it's just, it's going to throw it off a little bit, but I mean, we're here for it. Yeah. And I mean, like any year, if you go on a busier night, if you plan on going like Halloween night, you have to expect that it's going to be a big crowd there. So yeah. even in a year like this, you have to expect that the weights are going to be crazy as it is. So just prepared for the crates to be a little bit crazier just because they have to control the amount of people that go in the houses now mm. we could be totally wrong they may say you know what we're good yeah we're vaccines sick. i out mean for by that too much we're still what six five months away six yeah, we're, months we away get plenty of time for them to for things to get even better than it is already yeah now. and we are it is on the up and up so yeah and, and, and again not to make this a covid discussion yeah. but like the you know the vaccine has been going out to more people lately i mean i know that people on I think 55 and older now are going to mm-hmm. really get it in the next couple of weeks. So yep. by the time we hit uh, September, October, no, yeah. if you feel comfortable getting the vaccine, you probably will be able to get one. So yep. I, I, I don't think that we're going to have as big an issue with it as we were worried about it th- last year. I no, think. it was so it was so still new to us. I mean, we were we were fresh into opening back yeah, up. So at the point, that point is, is if you're a fan of Halloween Horror Nights like we are, get excited because I definitely see us yeah. going a bunch this, is, this year. Yeah, this is happening. All right, so let's talk about the little website. So the website had 10 house spots, five scare zone spots, and two shows. So I broke all the houses down from the last speculation map that we had from Horror Night Nightmares into a couple little categories. And those categories are follows. We got confirmed, most likely, likely, in question, and not likely. So we'll run down these houses and kind of discuss quickly on those because we've talked about these in the past before. But confirmed well, right now is Beetlejuice. Yeah, we know Beetlejuice is coming back. Confirmed is Puppet Theater because they confirmed it in the video back, back October. It leaked. I think they were doing yep. something for Peacock at the time. So then we go into the most likely. I think the two that I'd throw in most likely are Universal Brides and Tooth Fairy coming back. Mm-hmm. I, don't know I would if, agree with that. Yeah, okay. In my likely category, which would probably be bumped to most likely had they been opened for HHN Light or whatever we want to call it. But the ones I have under likely are Icons, Anniversary House, and Pumpkin, the Pumpkin uh, Lord. Yeah, I would agree with that too. The ones that I have in question, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think that one's gone. Scrapped. Nah, yeah. that's and I, But that's my own opinion. I think that one's completely scrapped. Yeah. But, again, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yep. And then... Also in question, I put Haunting of Hill House. I think that one's gone too. Based on the fact that, I mean, it was perfect timing because Haunting of Bly Manor came out last fall. Yeah. So it was more in the news. Do I think Haunting of Hill House is a big property? Absolutely. But I th- I think they just kind of missed that time window. I think so too. And I think, unfortunately, maybe I'm in the minority here, but I don't think Bly Manor was as strong as Hill House. I don't. I'm so not, I don't think yeah. there was as big a a reception to yeah, it. it and I think because of that, is it worth getting the license to use the property again? Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? I mean, they, they may think so. And because they've already had something in the works that they were probably just going to rebuild everything anyways. Say, and well, and for all we know, for better or for worse, I mean, this house could already be, be done. Right. Exactly. So my thing now is 
if it is done, I think that leaves us in a higher chance of them bringing it back. Or maybe they repurpose that house and just change just enough. I mean, you could turn it into an original. I mean, if it's haunting a hill house, it's it's a mansion. It's it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty. I don't want to say basic, but it has a lot of cornerstones of just simple haunted house yeah, horror. We we spent we spend plenty of time talking about it, and we do think that like I think that show lends more to a house mm-hmm. than other properties do. I think it lends a lot more than Bly Manor does. Oh yeah. Um, not that Bly Manor was that bad. I just wasn't as much of a. I didn't get hooked by the story as much as I did the first one. No. Um. So yeah, if it's already all built, then yes. I, I obviously, if, if that's the case, then they probably are going to bring it back. I just my own personal feeling is I don't think they're bringing it back at yeah. all. And and if they do bring it back, I I feel like they kind of don't want to. I feel like I'm they know sure. they might have missed the mark, like they might have missed the time window, but they just don't have it in the budget to scrap it yeah, and start I, over. And I, I just don't know how much of the fan base wants it. Like, would you be? Ex- yeah. I mean, would you be excited that they brought it back? I would, but it wouldn't be something that um, I would be excited just to see it because I do love the haunting Hill house. But I don't think, like we talked about before, it's not like Stranger Things where it was that it's big, a very strong universal property. Right. property exactly, that, you can merchandise that property. Yes. You really can't merchandise this property. I don't think Hill House was and to be honest with you, that popular. From my perspective, it would be one of those houses where I'd have to do it because I got I got to do all of them. Yep, but it wouldn't be one that I was screaming no. clawing to, to go to it, walk through it'd be like last year's with stranger Things, or you know two years ago stranger things Two, the sequel house where i was like i gotta do it i did it eh, that was cool let's go to house of a thousand corpses again yeah or, and i think you know for me it was a little different with with that one only because i hadn't done the one prior yeah um so it was new to me yeah but at the same time it was much of those things where it's like more of the weight thing where it's like to me it wasn't as good as the weight will make you think. Correct. I just think it's because everybody wants to see those characters up close. Gotta see the mind flare. Gotta see Eleven. You yeah, know. It's a really good, well-done show. Yep. So. No, for sure. And then finally, the not likely is the Billie Eilish house. Nothing has been confirmed about it being taken away, but the rumor mill or whatever you call it has been talking, not like recently, but in the past when they started to kind of geared down horror nights was that the house was being deconstructed it's not really on the on the 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 planning board anymore or anything like that so i think that that house is the one that out of all of them that were said that we we're gonna get last year i think that one is the most likely to not happen so i think that's the only one that you and i don't agree on it i do think that they're bringing her back if you if, if you want to believe the rumor mill then sure i mean if they're selling stuff then clearly i i it, it won't be, but I do think that they're going to bring her back in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine they would put all that work into it to not at least bring her back and give her a, a scare zone or something. Yeah. Something along those lines. Um, but I, I'm not willing to say today in March that we're definitely not getting her house. Yeah. Do I think it's more likely than some others? I do think it's more likely than Texas. I think it's more likely than Hill house. Yeah. And I do think it's more likely than, um, the other, the other one the you mentioned, pumpkin lord, pumpkin lord yeah. one, actually. Now I don't want to say that for sure because they made T-shirts. Yeah. So I mean, they made pumpkin lord T-shirts. I can't imagine that they went went out of their way to do all that merchandising and for then not to bring to him back. It. Yeah, that one's so, got to be there. I, I actually do think he's probably coming back too. So I think she's more on par with him okay. than she is with Hill House and or Texas. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I shit, give her the lagoon show. 
Let her let her you do, you know, do the south. I don't of the really. Lagoon I mean, show. I like I said, I I like different. I like things that are that aren't like I don't want. I mean, I know that it's cool to have IP, but I don't want seven IP houses. Yeah, I no. want more original stuff mm-hmm. because those to me are more important, are more more interesting. Now, yeah. I again could be very much in the minority. Yeah, it could be that. The, but you know what? If that's the case, great. Because the crowd, you're going to get a 10 minute right, line. I'm going to get yep. a 10 minute wait and everyone else is going to get a two hour wait. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So those are the potential houses that were kind of talked about last year. Now, if there are, you know, two or three houses that are are going to be replaced or anything like that. Do you think it's going to be more IP based or like original based? Do they have any stories on the back burner that they can just kind of easily flip out? Yeah, I think, well... It's, or are we going to try and steal, like, an IP? Like, I mean, Candyman is now going to be closer to So I was going to say, release. the only IP I could see them making work is, is Candyman. Yep. I think Candyman is a universal property. Yep. And, and they, they work with Jordan Peele. We've they've already about worked before. with Jordan Peele before. So I think he's the IP we would see come in place. I think he's going to be in place of Texas. Yep. Um, but I think the other two would be... Uh, new original stories. Yeah. Because the only other ones that I, I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm not even, I don't have anything listed down, but I know Candyman's for release around that. The new Halloween is going to be coming out in October again. So maybe they either do it this year or they skip and they wait for 31 because that's when the, the the third movie is going to be coming out because it's going to be a, you know, quote unquote trilogy for the Halloween yeah. ending. Um, But other than that, I don't, I mean, Stranger Things again, I mean, That'll probably be releasing summertime or fall time, if I'm not mistaken. I know that they've been filming or they concluded filming during or before COVID, so they got to wrap that property up. But yeah, there's there's still a couple question marks on that spec on the houses. So I guess time will tell. Maybe we get some more announcements in the next coming months. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think my my prediction will be that we will definitely be getting a Candyman house. I, I'm not willing to die on that sword yet yeah i mean but, it's it's a but it's I a do, good take but i do think that because of the movie because of the connections with jordan peele and the fact that it's universal mm-hmm. i think it's just too easy to not include that it's and i think smart. the plan was initially to because the movie got pushed back and everything else yeah they said let's wait until the movie comes out yeah i don't see halloween in any time anytime soon maybe next year maybe even the year after that yeah but it's a different studio, different property. And mm-hmm. I don't know how getting rights works. Yeah. I'm not really sure of how that process goes. So I can't imagine unless they've already got the rights today. Somewhere, yeah. Like I don't, I can't see them doing that. Um, and like I said, I, I think it's easier for them to sit down in a room, write up a brand new story from Cary, Ohio. And I'm sure they run. have plenty to pick from, especially right. on a, you know, this is still HHN 30. It's the 30th time this event has been run. So this is still an anniversary year right now along these lines though do you think we're going to get an do you think we'll get a specifically a, a custom story house that they planned to do last year but because of what happened they scrapped do you think we're going to get something new like that that they've already got kind of planned mm, i'm not sure about that i th- i think the stories that we were going to get last year we'll still get because i'm i'm still under the impression that in those tents, in those spaces, the houses are built, and they're there, and they're sitting, and they're waiting for us to to walk the halls. Yeah, are they definitely for what they had built last year. Most of it's probably still up. Yeah, in some way. Yeah, so I think just keeping that in the back of my mind, I think the ones that they have the most completed is is what we're gonna get. I can't other than like merchandise, and we'll get into that now. But good segue. I but, mean, 
So let's say right now you you think that Billie Eilish is gone. Yep. So they're gonna have to put something in there. Yeah. Right. I mean, so you don't think that they may have had something that they were planning oh, on? Oh, like a plan B, like a house like a plan eleven B or twelve, for that. just yeah. to slip in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they had planned. I, that's a, that's a that's a good thought. I don't know what they have on the back burner. I I would assume they have a plethora of like little house ideas that these you know backstage developers and these storytellers have where they're like. You know, they got a big drawing board and they're like, yes, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe. And a couple of those maybes fall off the board. And if something happens, you can kind of quickly pull it out. I'm sure they got something in there. I mean, if you just look at all their originals or even if they don't have something that's strong, they could pull back to another strong original they did previously and create a sequel house for it. Much like they did for like Nightingales or like all night dying or you know they kind yeah, of create you, sequels actually, for their own thing did you did you mention the the icon house because i mean obviously they're probably yeah. gonna do an yep. icon house yeah right? so, so i put that was in my um likely okay yep. yeah so i mean you're right I, I could be reaching but i do think that there is going to be at least one or two houses that were planned for the last for last year that aren't going to be here this year so they're going to have to pull something from somewhere yeah all right, so like I was going to segue into merchandise a little bit. Um, I was saying that I don't think – I think they're going to try to pump as minimal amount of money, new money, into the event. And that sounds cheap, but it's No, but smart. it's right. I, they, they, I would imagine they have a backlog of merch that they sold earlier, late yep. last year that they're going to resell this year. Yeah, and well, I think – I'm kind of hoping they have more retro shirts yeah, and I think than they what they will. had. I think I think they got a handful more that they didn't release. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I think that what they did release, we'll see again. Um, I don't know if they have to reprint it because they did sell a lot of those well, shirts. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's universal. I'm yeah. sure they've got some vendor oh. on call that can pump out yeah. a hundred thousand shirts like nothing. But now it comes down to the question of, I mean, the logo kind of changed. So back when we got our shirts, they say thirty they years, thirty fear. Yep. Um, but now the little tagline says never go alone and it's like red caution tape. So now are they going to reprint every shirt that we had? Are they going to no. reprint that my with the guess, little thing on the sleeve? My guess is they'll, if they have anything left over, they'll sell, they'll that, sell that and then sell new stock. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you don't let stuff like that go to waste, especially in a business like that. So they're yeah. going to, especially my, when they have and like you said, thousands. They're, they're not going to dump a ton of money into it. So they're going to reprint a couple hundred thousand more shirts mm-hmm. with the new logo Just to get the, the stock level yeah, up. and then probably sell whatever they had left over. Now, the one thing that they'll have, I mean, they don't have to reprint it because we don't have anything confirmed, but any of the house shirts, right? right. There's usually that one shirt That's that has all think, the houses on the back. Yeah. If if they do drop a, if Billie Eilish was a they, house and now it's not. But they didn't release that. Sh- well, you're, no, right. They didn't. you're right. No, they didn't. So they didn't release that. Chances are they didn't print it. If they did, they may have cut the stock and i mean who knows yeah i mean th- these are the type of things that they could just throw out there on a clearance rack and say yeah. this is what this is what we did have yeah for last so we year. had planned for last year but because last year didn't happen yeah hey I, buy this shit at ten dollars a pop yeah. i mean I, th- I think they definitely have them printed um because i would assume they would get everything printed all at once yeah, I mean, i'm assuming you know, they're printing stuff now i mean i oh, would assume sure. they're getting stuff yeah. ready to go now so like, but like back then i mean they must have been printing the ones that the houses were you know lined up to be Right. But now if some of those houses swap in or swap out, they can't sell that shirt anymore. Right, no, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll buy it. There, yeah. <laughs> I, I will buy it. But they and don't want to I think, I think they can sell it, but it won't be like front and center yeah. in the park. You yeah. have to buy it online. But, I mean, that's just, that was the quick hit on merch. But, I mean, they definitely, that's going to be where they're going to put their money into. That's for sure. Because it's not going to be into 
redoing a house. So along or the merch lines, uh, you may have already had this lined up as a question, but do you think that they're gonna? Will the tribute store change, or are they gonna reopen the tribute store as it was last year? That's a good one. So I think, I think the tribute store will change a little bit. I did see a post. There is a, I don't want to say a thrift store, but something of that sorts where they were actually selling the banners from the tribute store. Really? The icons? Yep. They're selling them for like $1,200 a piece. No way. They had those ones in the store. So they've obviously, they've scrapped those. Yeah, so they're, they're doing something different. So for, the, for that reason, it shows me that it will be different. And what I, well, I can't say that. Too. I was going to say that because we didn't really get the Beetlejuice house it, you know they did. Well, for I mean, the two those days. banners could have had a year on them too. Like they may have said 2020. Yeah. And they're just gonna reprint them with a new year. Or Correct. Something. So we might get reprints. Logo. Maybe they had a backup, and those were backups or whatever. You know that that could be a thing. I think the, but I think it will change because they've already you know swapped it out for Christmas. They swapped it out for Mardi Gras. So, but if they have Beetlejuice coming back and they've confirmed that, yep. I would assume they're gonna keep the Beetlejuice. Running. I bet he will do. I mean, I bet they'll still have one of the rooms. I mean, they might be the same theme. They might still be the brides, the icons, the Beetlejuice, but I, they might be set up a little bit different. I can't yeah. see them doing the exact same layout. That would seem a little cop out ish. I mean, well, I mean, like you said before with the merch, they have to. They're gonna have to find ways to cut a little bit of cost mm-hmm. because they have to bank, not bank, but they have to plan for lower crowd numbers this year mm-hmm. because of the COVID and everything yep. else. But at the same time, they do need to be a little different. They can't just rehash everything. But it's not like we saw a lot of it because they didn't have the event. Correct. So yep. whatever they have, for the most part, it's going to be new to us anyways. Yep. And I'm not going to be mad at them if they're like, hey, oh, no. we're just going to reopen the same tribute service last year because yeah, no. it's the same event. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, mean, I will be fine with it. It was a badass store. Yeah, but for I sure. Think, I just think they will alter it a little bit. Just Probably. I mean, I mean, I can't imagine they won't. Yeah. But. I mean, they're still going to have that Beetlejuice snake head, I would assume. They're still going to have the giant Jack cost, uh, you know, uh, statue. Yeah. But I th- layout-wise, maybe it changes. Maybe it doesn't. Um, I don't know. I, I There were shirts that I didn't get to get last year, so yeah. I'm hoping they have a lot of the same stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they will. <laughs> so I, I can mean, buy us if I didn't get. I think what they did Plus have I gotta replace year. my. I got to replace the shirt with Jack on it because it's got a hole in the armpit already. <laughs> we already wore it out before the season started. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I've worn those shirts a ton already. Now, the only last things that we should quickly hit on before we do, you know, quote-unquote bold predictions, um, the other aspects of the event, the stay and scream, the frequent fear, the RIP tours, and then, like, the little day tours. I personally think that D, all of the above, is going to be back for us. I think frequent fear, I think we're going to get our passes that allow multiple nights. I don't think you're going to have to worry about... Yeah, we'll get frequent fear passes. Yeah, I, there's no way that they would want to keep out because they know that the frequent fear, you know, nine times out of ten means residents pass, and that means you're gonna come two or three nights yeah, and drink I a mean, lot of beer and spend money. That's why they make those passes because they get people that are local that will come here three or four nights a week. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't see why they won't do yeah. it. The express pass, you know, buying the the quote unquote fast pass. That I don't think will come back. No, you think it's going to be. I think this year, because they have to control who can go in it one time, I Mm -hmm. think. And again, maybe I'm crazy because they do still still do the express pass for the rides. I think we're more likely to get freaking fear passes, less likely to get express passes for the houses. See, I think think they're going to try and push express passes. And I think they're going to beef up the price a little bit just to try to combat what they missed out on last year and 
with it being like we said possibly or more than likely higher wait times based on the fact that they're going to stagger people in the houses i think the express pass is going to be more of a hot camaraderie and you're going to not have to buy it but if you're going one night you might have to buy it if it's just a one night thing i think that that would probably be your best option yeah if you can stretch the event into two nights then you're probably more right than i am i mean I know that maybe that's more of a bull prediction for me, yeah. than, I guess. But like, yeah, I, I can see that like it being pushed as a money maker because they're gonna have to make their money back somehow. Yeah. So, the unmasking day tours, I would say that's like a ninety nine point nine percent chance of happening. Those are just tours done during the day. The lights are on, and it's just kind of a private tour guide. Now they might have to do smaller groups. They might have to do more singular groups. But either way, I think that that's not going to go anywhere because it's no, just a controlled, that back, it's such a limit, controlled thing. They're going to limit how much, how many they do. So it's one of those things where if I think you want to do a tour, you're going to mm-hmm. have to get it booked as soon as possible um, because they will fill up. Yeah. And those are really fun. Those ones I did last year. I did a three-day house – or not three-day house. A three-house. A three-house day tour. But I would do the six one, six houses. Those are the two options. And maybe they bump it up. Maybe they – Maybe what they do this year is they break it down into, like, you know, some houses they can do, some houses they can't based off of rights. So what I think they'll probably do is offer more smaller tours. So like a lot of two house tours, like three house, tours, house tour, just so that way they can kind of break up the amount of groups that are going. How there. does that work? Do you get to pick what houses you go through? No, or do they so do it for they you. Automatically have the houses selected. Uh, so when we did it believe we did graveyard games killer clowns universal monsters and i think those were just the three i i have a terrible memory but i remember those those three houses that was almost it was a year and a half ago yeah i mean it was, it was a while it's crazy to think time's gone that fast but. but i think they'll do three maybe or two cut the price but then they can run instead of running one tour at three houses you can run you know two sets of tours at two different houses you yeah know, you that makes kinda, sense It'll it'll cost you a little bit more if you want to do the four, the six, or or if you you break it up that way and have like three sets of two go out versus just one set of three houses or whatever. I think that that's what will probably happen with those RIP or yeah. I haven't tours. done a tour like that before. They're really cool. They're so really if they have them. I'm definitely yeah, going to be interested. in They're doing really it. informative. It's a lot of good backstory. All right. Well, that's pretty much all of the news that we got. So, I mean, do you think we're going to start getting some news hard and fast now? Or do you think we're going to be a while before we get anything else? I think we're going to get news. I, I think I think so, too. Because they did it so soon and so early, I think they I mean, they probably have a timeline set up that says I think they this, need to, day, I, this day, this day, this day. Yeah, and I think they need to build the hype this yep. year to get people excited for it, mm-hmm. especially after a shitty year. So, I think, yeah, you're right. I think, I, I think personally, we're going to start getting hard and fast like every weekend every other weekend we're going to get something new i th- not saying we're getting house announcements announcements a little something but we're going to get a little bit of like snippets yeah. pictures on social media oh yeah. look what we're tickets go on. on sale whenever yeah. i i think or, hey freaking fear is coming back or yeah. something like that i think at least once a month we'll get something um in what capacity i'm not sure but i think we'll start to slowly see something each month to kind of like you said build up the hype a little bit um, as far as like my bold take is, I, I think we're gonna just run as normal. I think they're, I, it's hard to say, but I don't. I'm thinking maybe no plexiglass. 
I think by September, so we may not have all of that. I have a few. I actually have a couple big, um, bold predictions. My first one was going to be right along the same lines you just yeah. gave me. I didn't think it was that bold of a prediction. I thought it was a relatively solid prediction. But yes, I think it's going to be business as usual. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do. I don't think they're going to do very little limiting at all. Yeah. I think they're just going to open the park, do it like they do normally, mm-hmm. and try to limit who can go in the houses at one time. Yeah. I think that's where they're going to limit people is. 5, 10, 15 people at one time. Yep. Wait a minute. 5, 10, 15 more yep. rather than the typical train. Yep. But otherwise, they're going to be open full bore. Yeah. I mean, may, the lines will probably be staged at six feet. Um, but, I mean, they've been doing that for the rides, and no one listens and to nobody fucking, listens No to one does it anyway. So I think at this point, they're going to say masks are required to get in. Yep. Masks are required to go in the houses. I don't think they're going to have plexiglass. I think they're going to they're gonna do it like they do normally. Yep. They're gonna find a way to do masks for the cast, the cat actors. Yeah, like they, they did. To. I mean, they did it last time, and you mm-hmm. couldn't, you couldn't tell. So I think there's there's creative ways. Do I think they're gonna get rid of plastic glass completely? Probably in certain situations where they definitely need it, but I don't think it's gonna be like it was last year where yeah. they had everything covered in like saran wrap. Yeah, no, I think a lot of that will be gone. And I, plus, I, mean, I think by not to cut you off, yeah. but I think by September, I think we're gonna have enough vaccines out there yeah. for our age groups yeah. that. I think at this point they're gonna say, you know what, come wear a mask. We're not gonna limit the people. And- yeah, and not to turn it into like a political thing, but they just passed that. You know, the was it one point nine trillion dollar relief bill or something, whatever. Oh, the the, the, the next, next stimulus, COVID, stimulus one, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, included in that is money for vaccines, so it should speed up the process right. a little so bit. So I think I honestly do think that I think we're we're not out of the woods, so we're on the- but we're definitely past the worst of it yeah i think we, we've gotten through the worst of it yep um and i think yeah i think you're right by september we're gonna be on the road for everything yeah, they're, open normal they're gonna be racing towards getting these vaccines out just especially because. if disney plays it safe and does limited mickey halloween mm-hmm. or whatever yeah i think universal can bounce on that and say we're gonna be open yeah so come see yeah. us yeah gloves are off let's do it but yeah i think that's one of mine is that there's no plexiglass lines will probably be as close to normal as possible i I can't see this event being a crazy restricted event. I just I I can't see it, especially no, in September. It, unless, unless like over the last few months, their attendance numbers were super limited to the parks, which mm-hmm. they've been kind of ramping up. They're not full full capacity, but like the like you said, the times I've been there lately, it's it's, it's busy. I mean, it feels it feels like a normal day at the park. Yeah. So I can't imagine this not being a full blown regular yeah. event one of my other things i think the majority of the theme park is going to be covered in scare zones really? i don't know if we're i don't think we're going to get more scare zones i think they're just going to be spread out i think they're going to be a little bit more and that's what they were planning on doing last year which is spreading the scare zones out so that way they're not they're not as m- compact forcing you to be compact but I think they're going to spread them out so a there little are, bit further. I mean, obviously, there are issues with like the Simpsons. Like they can't have things in the Simpsons area, yeah. right? So they can't do anything there. But I could see them where they have the two houses kind of hidden in the back by where the uh, water area, the kids area. Yeah, yeah. I could see them expanding a little bit into. Yeah, there. I mean, there's there's definitely. I mean, even that front way when you walk in, the scare zone kind of ends like where the entrance way of Rip Ride Rocket is. Yeah. I could see them pushing that back towards. You I know, can see that too. Yeah. That whole area, you know, it's plus last year. I mean, if you think about it, last year they had the midway there because it was supposed to be that like mm-hmm. '80s carnival esque yep, yep. type of look. So I think you could consider that 
the extension of that initial scare zone. So yeah. I think that you're right. I think they could definitely push that all the way down to where I think it balances. Ex- I think they're going to extend them. I th- like the same one where, um, oh God, it's going to kill me now. The, oh, Vanity Ball, where Vanity Ball was on yes. that little corner spot. You know, like if you're, if you're walking through it and leaving the park and you take that right turn by like that Betty Boop store, I think that whole stripway will also be converted. I think that will be attached to whatever that scare zone, and so it's like a big L instead of just that yeah, one passage. I think, I think one of my bold predictions was kind of along the same lines again. I think we're going to get more scare zones than we normally do. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get bigger scare zones, and I think they're going to go balls to the walls with it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. The Vanity Ball one, although it's a cool idea, it was boring. It was I lackluster. I don't like it. Um, just having a bunch of scare actors walking around and I want more. yelling I want story. in your face. I want I want I yeah. want more to it. Not to say that the zombie land one was much better, but at least there was more to it. There was more yeah. props. There were more scare actors. They were all different. There were was... things going on. They had like scenes from the movie being acted out. Yeah. So I think they're going to go balls to the walls this year with scare yeah. zones. So. I think we'll get a, mo- a lot more like the zombie land, like that theatrics of it. I think we're going to get a lot of those in the scare zones where it's like, oh, every. Yeah. You know, because that, that way you can. You can take your characters and put them on a stage, or you know, it it, right. it it breaks up their job and it gets them a little bit away. I think scares are going to be run as normal. I think people are going to be running around, interacting, no, and, I, and coming up. Yeah, with and you. this goes back to my, our first bull prediction. I do think that everything's going to run as normal. That includes stage shows. I think we're going to get normal stage shows as we yep. would normally. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, they may space, space out seating, that's who it. can sit, but they're not going to cancel the stage shows no. altogether. Yeah, I, and if they they will do the stage shows. If they space out the seating, I could see them cutting show, the show shorter and doing more runnings of it. Yep. Um, I mean, and, and we didn't even talk about shows, but, I mean, we're not getting AOV back. We're not. For obvious reasons. Yeah, okay. there, there was some. There was a lot of stuff with them. So AOV is not coming back. I don't think Bill and Ted's going to be back. I mean, I, we, we, they've talked about it. It's been rumored that they said they're so farewell. So we'll get brand new stuff. So, then. yeah, the question is, what are we going to get? Now I could see them doing a Beetlejuice hosted show, much like he hosts the the makeup show. Yeah, I could see that. Something like that. I could see a show hosted by Jack, kind of an icon style show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. It's I, I think it has to be one of those two to fill the void. And I I could but be there wrong. There will be shows. I think the Absolutely. prediction is that there will be shows. They're not going to cancel the shows. Um, the most they'll do is limit seating, and they may do reservations for those. Yep. potentially mm-hmm. um, rather than just letting people line up and get in. Yeah. But you, like you said, coming with a couple new ideas, shortening the length of it so we can get more people through. Yep. It's not a bad idea. Multiple songs. I mean, if you double your cast and flip it every, yeah. I don't know what the shows are, but say, say they're 30 minute shows, turn it into a 15 minute show. I mean, I wouldn't be angry if it was like a horror themed music show or some kind yeah, of Yeah. I mean, they used to show. do Rocky horror. Yeah. That wouldn't I be mean, a bad idea. I'd love to, do that I'd again. love to have Rocky horror back. Cause I didn't get to see that at all, but who knows? That's man. That's that was a lot of news. It feels good to actually, actually talk news. I have one more bold prediction. Oh, all right. What we got? What we got? My my other bold prediction was, and this is maybe really bold. I think we're going to get at least. You said we had ten. They had ten spots for houses. Uh, yes, ten ten little like images. If you call it, if you are on the website and you go to haunted houses. There's ten little squares. My bold prediction is we're gonna get at least five new, uh, new houses. Okay. I think we're gonna get five that were planned for last year, and we're gonna get five, five new ones. New ones. Okay. Whether that's IP, or a mixture of both. Yeah. We're definitely gonna get at least five. That's that's my bold prediction. Okay. That's a that really bold, bold prediction. That is a bold one. 
But I think, like you said, the rumor mill's going. They've been selling stuff off. People are hyped. I think they're getting stuff hyped up for for this year. They don't want to just do the same old, same old. I think we're going to get the Beetlejuice. We're going to get the Puppet Master. We're going to get a few of those popular ones, the Pumpkin the pumpkin Lord back. But I think, I think five. We're going to get five brand new ideas. All right. I can get down with that. I think it's crazy bold and i'm probably gonna it's, be wrong it is but. crazy bold we'll have to listen back we i what i wanted to do is i wanted to listen back to our other episodes maybe the last time we talked about hhn yeah and and kind of see where we landed and what we said but this is one episode that we will definitely be revisiting oh yeah September. we'll revisit this for sure all right guys well until some more news drops which well until next week anyways yeah i mean well we'll be back next week but we don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Is, is, is next week a list week? We're going to do a list I've, next I've, week. I've already lost track of yeah, our schedule. We're going to do a list next week. Okay, so it's a list week. We'll, we'll come figure up with something. It out. Maybe some more Leprechaun movies. I don't know. We could do, well, we could, we could do, we could do a, another movie actor, director type thing. I'm down with that. All we'll, right. We'll figure it out. We'll think on that one. All right, guys. We are waiting, waiting anxiously some more HHN news. So turn your notifications on and get ready because it is officially Halloween Horror Nights season. This is Nick. And this is Shamwell. Happy Haunts. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check them out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.